0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast, I'm Min Dong. I'm Matt Giglio, 98 days until March Madness, oh sorry, 88 days until March
1: Madness begins. (laughs) Yeah, um, less than three months, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I just thought 98, but no, it is 88, time's just been moving fast, and uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff has gone on these past two days, obviously today, a lot of very good games, and then moving forward to the weekend, a ton of spectacular games to watch. So if you're not doing anything, definitely watch college basketball game. There's so many good ones uh, pretty much all day tomorrow, as well as today and Sunday, of course.
0: Yeah, and we have about 38 games to cover today, so let's just kick things right off, uh, starting with breaking news. The Division One court has finally approved in favor of all transfers getting immediate eligibility this season. Uh, players will now will still have to f- uh, file waivers if they want to be eligible for the season. But for the most part, they will be eligible. Very big news as a ton of teams will probably be getting a lot better. And, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? This is terrific news in my opinion. Yeah, this is terrific news indeed. And uh, a lot of teams, like
1: we said, getting a lot better. So all those teams that got a ton of transfers this year, hopefully most of the guys will be eligible this year. So it's going to be a very shake up to a lot of team rotations. We kind of have a uh, logistical of. Uh, Who's gonna Who's playing for who? Te- which team right now? And all the lineups are pretty much set in stone, or almost set in stone. But now that's all going to be changing around. There's a ton of new guys coming into different places, and they'll probably get a lot more playing time as the season goes on. I mean, we're almost almost about a month into the season already. I think it does one more a week until that it's that one month mark. So uh, a lot of stuff has gone on this month already. But uh, now that all these transfers are eligible to play. A lot more stuff will be going on. And uh, we've definitely seen some guys already even playing yesterday. So uh, that's just pretty good stuff. And I'm uh, really excited to see who else will step up and play this year that is eligible.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we were definitely advocates of this. And, yeah, um, just seeing the guys that had to sit out play yesterday, it was just it was great to watch.
1: Yeah, and speaking of eligibility, uh, next piece of breaking news, 2021 prospect Ben Gregg, he has graduated early from high school and he will be enrolling at Gonzaga, and he is immediately eligible as well. Former four-star recruit, into, ranked inside the top 50 for his class, 6'10 power forward. This makes Gonzaga a lot better. Uh, he can learn from guys like Corey Kispert and Drew Timmy as well. But I'm honestly not too sure why he made the decision now. I mean, obviously this team's loaded, Gonzaga is the number one team in college basketball right now. So I was kind of interested why he made his decision, and why not wait till next year. Kind of wasting a year, in my opinion, personally. But uh, what are your thoughts on this news?
0: Yeah, um, this could add a lot more depth to them. But honestly, I won't be surprised if he does take this year as a redshirt year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he should definitely do that as well. I mean, he's not going to get much playing time in this rotation. I mean, their rotation's already set, pretty much. And uh, they got their guys, and they've been winning games. So why make changes now? And uh, Ben Gray will definitely be a vital piece for next year's run. Because Gonzaga definitely loses a ton coming into next year
0: for 2021-2022, so I have to keep on the lookout for him and what he does next year for Gonzaga, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the recap of the next two, the last two days, mainly yesterday, uh, starting with the top 25s. Number seven Villanova, they destroyed Butler in their Big East, uh, first Big East conference game of the season. Jeremiah Robinson looked like himself out there, and for Butler, there's a lot of work to do. And something we didn't mention: the breaking news about Butler. Bo Hodges is academically ineligible to play this season, so he's going to have to wait and sit it out this year before he can hopefully be academically eligible to play next year. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it was in my mind. I was going to say something, but I was like, man, we should just let it pass. But, uh, yeah, that's just very unfortunate news for Butler. I mean, he was kind of their top guy and their top transfer that was hopefully going to be able to play, but obviously he is academically ineligible and for college basketball, it's college and basketball. Academics definitely are a big part, a big part of being a student athlete. So I uh, got to get your grades up, man. Big big moral lesson there for uh, Bo Hodges. Hopefully he can improve those and play next
0: year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, continue with the Big East play, number nine, Creighton. They bounce back and destroy St. John's. Uh, good bounce back game for Marcus Zygorowski, who has been struggling the past couple games. Uh, number 11, Texas, your program. They continue to shine in a win over Sam Houston State. Absolutely killed them. Greg Brown looking like one of the top freshmen in the nation. Uh, number 21, Duke. They get it done over Notre Dame. Matthew Hurt, obviously. Uh, I thought he was going to be a bust, but he's looked pretty good so far for Duke at their top option. And the battle of ranked teams in Big 12 play was a very good one. Number five, Kansas. They escape uh, Texas Tech with a win. And Abaji hit a game-winning layup off a very good inbounds play. Looks The play looked very familiar. Uh, that's That Bill's up go-to play, obviously. And, yeah, very good win for Kansas. Uh, what are your thoughts on those ranked games?
1: Yeah, I mean, all, all of these ranked games, I believe there's five of them that you just mentioned, they're all very good games. And uh, some of them did result in blowouts, especially that Creighton game. That was a big blowout. And even the Villanova game as well. But uh, a lot of these games are very good. And, obviously, the ranked battle between Kansas and Texas Tech was probably one of the best games. Um, we're not going to get in the best game right now, but that was a very good game to watch. And um, Terry Shannon Jr. looked very good for Texas Tech, in my opinion. I think he had 20 points and nine rebounds, but uh, obviously Ojai Abaji looked incredible for Kansas as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the inbounds plays at the end of the game for Kansas definitely helped them uh, pull off this win. And Texas Tech had it for the majority of the game, but Kansas just made a little bit of a comeback. Uh, I think it was in the middle of the second half they made a pretty good run. I think it was an 8-0 run to kind of retake that lead. And, uh, but regardless, a very good game for the Big 12.
0: And that's the matchup for the home please see uh, later in Big 12 conference play. Mm-hmm. And with all the games we have to cover next, uh, let's just get to the upsets. Uh, down goes number 20, Ohio State. They lose to Purdue by seven. Obviously, no EJ Liddell for Ohio State definitely hurts. But, yeah, definitely Ohio State now does not deserve a number next to their name, like like we said. And Arizona State, they are now unranked. but. Uh, They should be further unranked as they lose a a bye game to UTEP. And, yeah, UTEP, as we call them, they win this one by 13. Uh, So, yeah, um, Hurley got to do something about that. And St. Louis, they beat NC State in a very close game. I don't care if NC State was not 100%. A win is a win for St. Louis, and it's time to put a number next to their name. What are your thoughts on all this upsets slash mid-major love?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: first, uh, first and foremost, Ohio
1: State. Unfortunately, uh, they're going to probably be unranked for me, uh, in my opinion, right now. Obviously, losing EJ Little definitely hurts this team. But uh, who knows? Maybe they can bounce back in their next game and maybe stay ranked to twenty-five or twenty-four. But they're definitely dropping to that twenty-five slash unranked territory for me. And the Arizona State game—that's just disappointing, man. Uh, obviously. Joshua Schubert led this team in scoring. Remy Martin did not play very well, and uh, when he doesn't play good, Arizona State does not play good and definitely shows losing to UTEP. UTEP's a pretty solid uh, team, if you ask me, but uh, Arizona State should not be losing this game by 13, and maybe they could lose it by two. I mean, they shouldn't even lose it at all, but, like, two is okay. 13, unacceptable for Arizona State. And uh, St. Louis, it might be time to rank them. I'm definitely agreeing with them here. Uh, Very good win against NC State. Obviously, I picked NC State to win this game. You did pick St. Louis, and NC State was up for the most part for most of this game, but I think St. Louis made a pretty good uh, second-half surge, and they won this game by 11. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all three of those games were very good for the mid-majors here. It's going to be time to rank St. Louis, definitely, in my opinion, as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, like you said about Ohio State, they're they're nearing that 25-slash-unranked territory. And Arizona State, what a horrible loss that was, like you mentioned. And uh, that just furthers my case of Romella White. They 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 don't have any more uh, front-court presence. They don't have any more rebounding, especially with Bagley out as well. That just makes things even worse. They're basically like Houston with all guards out there, but not as tough as the Houston guards. So, yeah, that's definitely going to be a problem for Arizona State in the long run if, if Bagley can't go. And uh, obviously I've been hunting up St. Louis – I think it's finally time to put a number next to your name. Yeah, I mean,
1: we'll see what happens with that on Monday. But uh, moving forward now, best game. Uh, I'm going to talk about mine first here. A very good major game here. Uh, we both had mixed opinions on who was going to win this game. St. Joe's versus Drexel. Drexel did win this game by four, but it was a very good game regardless. Uh, Daily force St. Joe's. Uh, he had 30 points. Very good performance from him per usual. And uh, uh, James Butler from Drexel. 24.16 rebounds, a very good performance for him. And uh, Drexel, obviously, uh, in the CAA conference, uh, they're looking to be pretty good this year in their conference. In St. Joe's, they're a little bit here and there for the A-10 this year. But regardless, a very good a major battle here
0: for my best game. Yeah, definitely a great game. You got to love all those Philadelphia school matchups. Uh, for my best game, I got Seton Hall versus Marquette here. Uh, what a win it was for Seton Hall, that, that game-winning, that go-ahead three from Shavar Reynolds. Uh, from that nice pass from Mamu just gotta love that like I said they got they need to find a way to gun Mamu and when you triple team him there's always going to be a guy open and that guy was Shavar Reynolds for that game go ahead three but Marquette they were there the whole the whole game they kept chipping away and DJ Cotton was was very good for them down down the stretch
1: yeah I mean Mamu's been playing like an all-american it definitely shows uh with Seton Hall's performances these past couple games and uh they do have a couple losses on their belt, which are pretty bad, but uh, they do have a lot more wins now. And as Big East play continues to roll for them, that would expect all to the rack up a couple more wins. And we'll talk about that uh, in our in our upcoming slate, which is coming up right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for this evening, let's just kick things off. Um, it is 6:01 right now, so games should be the games we will be covering should start be uh, tipping off right now. Starting with Bowling Green versus Robert Morris, a very good uh, mid major matchup. Who do you have?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going with Bowling Green. I mean, Justin Turner, has looked very good for Bowling Green so far. Robert Morris, obviously, have made a ton of good improvements for the past couple of years. But Bowling Green, in my opinion, is the better team right here. So I'm going with them.
0: Yeah, Robert Morris, they've only played one game so far. As for Bowling Green, they've played six. And they've been very competitive in those six. So, yeah, I'm taking Bowling Green as well.
1: And Next game up here, a very good major matchup, if you ask me. Obviously, Richmond, who just got unranked from last week, going up against loyal Chicago, who did a pretty good job against Wisconsin, but obviously lost that game by a couple points. What do you got winning in this game?
0: Yeah, both teams play through the center. Grant, It's basically the Grant Golden versus Cam Crubrick show uh, for this game, but I think Richmond has a lot more firepower than Loyola Chicago.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely agreeing with that statement there. And Richmond, obviously, they have a lot more firepower, definitely indeed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely see if, the, if Golden can hold Crutwick here. If not, well, Chicago could steal this game, but I'm picking Richmond winning this game as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And the 8-10 opener for these two programs, Davidson versus URI. Uh, very good one. Who do you have? Yeah,
1: this is a toss-up game for me personally. I am going to pick URI winning this game. Fast Russell will be playing tonight, which is pretty good news for them. Obviously, they did lose out on um, one of the Mitchell twins out for the season. But they do bring in uh, Alan Bertrand coming in from Townsend, who is eligible to play today. So definitely excited to watch him play for Rhode Island. So with that, with that being said, I am going to pick Rhode Island
0: winning this A-10 matchup. Yeah, I'm going with Davidson here. I feel like Kellen Gray is going to have himself a huge game today. Yeah, I mean
1: toss-up game, definitely viewed that. And this game probably shouldn't be a toss-up game. Big 12 matchup here, Iowa State going up against number eight West Virginia. Who do you got one in this game?
0: Yeah, uh, West Virginia easily. Yeah, I mean, if Iowa State beat Kansas State, be a different
1: conversation, maybe. But I'm definitely picking West Virginia, maybe by 20, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, and it should be another gimme game. Number 10 Tennessee versus Tennessee Tech. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, Tennessees look very good so far, and they're definitely going to keep rolling here. Definitely picking Tennessee, maybe by 25. Yeah, I'm picking Tennessee Tech without the Tech. So yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And a West Coast matchup here. Um, Montana State going up against
1: Washington State. Who do you got one in this game?
0: Yeah, very interesting one. Uh, I think Washington State will pull this out, but we, we've ranked Montana State very highly in our big sky rankings. And Montana State did also beat uh, UNLV, a very good team. But I think Washington State will, will squeak this one out.
1: Yeah, I mean, Washington State's definitely surprised. Both of us, obviously, losing C.J. Ellaby from last year's squad. And Montana State, they're looking pretty solid in the Big Sky, like you said. But I definitely pick picking Washington State winning this game. I mean, they're in a Pac-12 team. They should be the Big Sky team, but definitely
0: uh, could be a little bit closer than expected. But I am picking Washington State as well. Mm-hmm. And the Big Sky Conference, they, they begin conference play as well, starting with Eastern Washington versus Northern Arizona. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm picking Eastern Washington. Obviously,
1: they are the favorite to win the Big Sky this year as they were last year, and they look pretty solid so far to start their season. Almost got a couple of good games on their belt, almost beating Arizona, and a couple other pretty solid teams. Uh, so I am going to pick Eastern Washington winning this game, but Northern Arizona is a pretty solid team in terms of Big Sky play.
0: Yeah, I'm picking Eastern Washington as well. They're undoubtedly the favorite. And Eastern Washington, they might be one in five, but all those five losses there against, high high major uh, teams. They had a very good non-conference schedule, a very tough one. And, yeah, I think that will prepare them for this conference play. Yeah, and the final matchup
1: for tonight, um, uh, Missouri Valley uh, – sorry, not a Missouri Valley. A Mountain West Conference matchup here. Nevada going up against uh, Air Force. Who do you get one in this game? I, I think – I think Nevada will win this one pretty easily. Yeah, I'm definitely picking Nevada as well. The spread definitely has Nevada heavily favored in this game, and I definitely agree with that spread. So I'm definitely picking Nevada winning this game here.
0: Mm-hmm. And next Saturday, this is, this is the day I'm, I'm looking forward to the most. This might be the best day of college basketball. It uh, probably will be. I mean, a ton of games here. There's probably maybe 20 or so, maybe
1: a little bit less than 20, but all these games are very high-quality games, and we're really excited to watch
0: these games happening tomorrow. Yeah, so let's kick things off with one of the best rivalries in college basketball, Butler versus Indiana. Um, just a crosstown matchup. Who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to pick Indiana winning this game. Uh, I'm not sure if Parker Stewart is eligible.
1: Probably not. But regardless, Indiana's looked pretty solid so far to start their season. Uh, who on Butler is going to guard Trace Jackson Davis? I don't know. I mean, Butler obviously lost to Villanova by a pretty hefty score. So I'm definitely picking Indiana winning this game here.
0: Mm-hmm, same here. But uh, you can't count Butler out in these rivalry games. You can't count anybody out in these rivalry games. Uh, Indiana in the close one.
1: And right here is probably the best matchup of the season so far. You could give that title to what it could have been with Gonzaga and Baylor, but obviously that game did get canceled. If this game gets canceled, I might throw a fit. I really want this game to happen. But if it gets canceled, I'll be very disappointed. Number three, Iowa, going up against the top dogs. Number one, Gonzaga. This is a highly anticipated game. This is one we're waiting to announce for a very long time. Uh, who do you got winning this very good matchup?
0: I'm picking Iowa. Uh, I don't know if this is an upset, but Iowa, I think they've looked better than Gonzaga, especially Gonzaga. They haven't played for a week or two. And I don't think any of the Gonzaga base will, will be able to guard Luca Garza. He's he's fresh. Like He doesn't really have to play much. They're just looking so good. Um, so I, I expect him to play at least 35 minutes this game and score at least 30 points.
1: Yeah, I'm picking the upset as well. I'm, uh, quote unquote, upset. I'm picking Iowa winning this game as well. Uh, half of it has to do with Gonzaga not being able to play for a couple of weeks. And this is their first game back in a couple of weeks. And I was just been rolling, man. I mean, who's going to guard Garza? Like you said, I don't really know who's going to guard him. He's going to have a monster day uh, for tomorrow. But uh, don't get me wrong. This game is definitely a very good game. It's going to be very close uh, till the end of the game. So definitely watch this game if you're looking for something to do on Saturday. I think the tip-off's at 12 or 1 o'clock uh, in, in Eastern time in the afternoon, obviously. So uh, definitely watch that game if you got nothing else going on. One of the best games of the year so far.
0: Mm-hmm. And another top 25 matchup, 23 Louisville versus 12 Wisconsin. Obviously, you're ripping your Wisconsin jersey. Will you be picking – with them or against them? Yeah, I mean Louisville is a pretty solid team. Don't get me
1: wrong. I mean, they haven't played it in a while as well. They had to quarantine as well. So uh with that being said, obviously I'm picking Wisconsin winning this game. Uh very close scare with Loyal Chicago. It was very close for the most part, but they did manage to pull out a win. Rad Davis has looked very good for Wisconsin so far. They need some other guys to step up like Porter and Reavers here for this Wisconsin team. But with that being said, I'm picking Wisconsin, winning
0: this game. I will also be picking Wisconsin here. Like you said, I think Louisville will be very rusty coming out of their quarantine.
1: And that game is actually a Big Ten ACC matchup. So definitely watch out for that one because that will definitely impact the scores uh, and the records of those two conferences in that challenge so far. And moving forward, a Blue Blood matchup here. Definitely very exciting, but maybe not in terms of this year. Uh, Number 22, UNC going up against Kentucky. Who do you got winning this game?
0: Yeah, I got Kentucky winning this one. I know they've been struggling, but both teams are very young. They, they do each have veteran bigs, though, but I feel like Kentucky has a lot more better young guys than UNC does. And uh, Coach Cow, he said Terrence Clark is his starting point guard now, which is going to be very interesting to watch. So I'm picking Kentucky this one. And as for both Blue Bloods, I believe both of them will not be having a number next to their name next week. That's a very bold take. You don't, you don't think if Kentucky wins this game, they're not going to be ranked? They're 1-4. How can you be ranked if you're 2-4? and four? And as for UNC, they're ranked 22. I think a loss to a, a, a very struggling Kentucky team will, will make them unranked as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, very
0: bold take there. Uh,
1: I'm definitely picking UNC winning this game, so I won't have to matter about the numbers and rankings like that. So uh, I got UNC winning this game. Obviously, they have seen some struggles in the past couple weeks, but they're going to pick it up here with Kentucky. And if Kentucky loses this game, um, that's going to be a very bumpy one. Uh, and uh, to keep going with their season, going down to one and five, that would be a very rough sight for our Kentucky fans. So I uh, definitely don't want that for Kentucky. But with that being said, I'm picking UNC winning this game.
0: Mm-hmm. And a very under-the-radar matchup coming tomorrow. Western Kentucky versus Alabama. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm picking against Alabama again. This time it should definitely hit with Western Kentucky. I mean, it better. Uh, Charles has looked very good for Kentucky uh, – Western Kentucky, sorry. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that team's just been pretty solid, and it's a team I'm really excited to watch as the season goes on. So I'm making Western Kentucky uh, when this came here.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pick Alabama. Obviously, um, they had that nice win over Furman. I don't know if it was lucky. Maybe lucky if, if you picked with Furman, but I don't know. I'm picking Alabama in this one. And Richmond going back-to-back days of playing. They're playing in an
1: A-10 matchup against Duquesne here. Who do you got winning this game?
0: Yeah, I got Richmond here. I don't think Duquesne's played that many games, uh, so yeah, Richmond, I think, has the has the upper hand. Yeah, I'm picking Richmond here as well. Obviously, Duquesne has
1: gotten a couple guys to play on their team this year. Uh, one guy in particular did transfer in. They probably will be eligible now, but I'm not too sure off the top of my head. But regardless. Richmond is a lot more firepower than
0: Duquesne does, so I'm picking Richmond winning this game as well. Mm -hmm. In another ACC Big Ten matchup, Notre Dame goes up against Purdue. Who do you have in this one? Yeah,
1: I mean, both these teams are pretty solid and they're pretty underrated uh, in terms of this year. I am going to pick Purdue winning this game. Obviously, off a win against Ohio State, definitely going to move them forward and gain momentum definitely. And Notre Dame coming off a loss against Duke, I might bring that morale down, so I am picking Purdue winning this game,
0: but it's honestly a toss-up game to me. Mm -hmm. I'm picking Purdue as well. And, of course, they have America's favorite freshman, Zach Eddy, the 7'4 beast. Uh, Definitely America's favorite freshman, if you ask me. And I'm picking with Purdue. Yeah, next game up, a very underrated game to me. Uh, Ole
1: Miss going up against Dayton. Both these teams are pretty solid so far this year. Who do you got winning this game?
0: Yeah, I'm picking Ole Miss, but I really think it's a toss-up game. Dayton escaped Mississippi State, who – who is not the best of high major teams. And I've hyped up Ole Miss way too much to not to pick against them.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with the last statement you just said there. But uh, Dayton did escape against Mississippi State. But I still am going to pick Dayton winning this game. Obviously, they've looked all right to start their season. Obviously, the uh, post Obi Toppin era. But uh, they look pretty solid. I mean, Jalen Crutcher, Edie Watson, getting it done for this Dayton team. And Ole Miss, obviously, pretty solid to start their season off as well. I am going to pick Dayton to win this game.
0: But it's honestly a toss-up to me as well. Mm-hmm. And number two, Baylor, they reopened their season against Kansas State in a Big 12 matchup. Who do you have? Yeah, I mean, if you pick Kansas State, you're very bold in my opinion. Uh, Baylor by maybe 30. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot closer than you think. I think it's going to be a single-digit game. Obviously, Kansas State, they're riding some momentum. But it's not much at all since they lost to Fort Hays State. And Baylor, they're coming out of quarantine as well. So they're going to be a lot rusty, but that sheer talent is just too much for Kansas State. Uh, Baylor by single digits. And if, if Kansas State wins this game, uh,
1: Fort, Fort Hay State must be put in D1 definitely. immediately. Definitely, that, that definitely has to happen if Kansas State can pull off this upset. But we'll have to see what happens uh, in tomorrow's Big 12 matchup. But uh, Moving forward, a very good major matchup right here. Furman going up against Winthrop. Who do you get to win this game?
0: Yeah, um, both programs look real good. I'm going with Winthrop here. I think they're out of quarantine as well. Um, but, yeah, they they looked amazing, the the games they did play. And, yeah, I'm going with Winthrop. Yeah, I need revenge
1: for Furman. So, I definitely have to pick Furman winning this game. And if they don't, probably never going to pick Furman again. But we'll definitely see what happens. I'm trusting. I'm trusting that the Mounts can get out of foul trouble. If he gets in foul trouble, they're screwed, uh, believe it or not. But uh, I think he will stay out of foul trouble. Hopefully in tomorrow's game. So with that being said, I am going to pick Furman winning this game here.
0: Mm-hmm. And Ohio State they'll try to stay in the top twenty-five. Uh, they'll be they will be facing UCLA in the game after that top three matchup of Iowa versus Baylor. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean Ohio State needs to win this game if they want to stay ranked. But with that being said, I am picking UCLA winning win this game. Uh, I haven't really seen them play in a couple couple of weeks or a couple of days at least. Uh, but they're looking pretty solid. They're starting their season off five and one. So uh, obviously the one loss coming to – was it San Diego State that they lost to? Yes, San Diego yeah. State. Yeah, and that was very early in the season, but they picked up some momentum as the season has rolled on. So I definitely think that they potentially could be ranked as well if they can beat Ohio State here.
0: I definitely agree with you. Uh, UCLA with Johnny Juzang, they looked amazing uh, compared to without. They're just a lot different team with Johnny Juzang on the court. I'm picking UCLA in this upset here.
1: Yeah, and our next game is the first game of the season for both of these teams. Uh, NJIT obviously moved into the America East this year. Going up against Temple, probably one of the worst teams in the American this year, uh, according to us. Who do you want in this game?
0: Yeah, I got NJIT here. They got a lot of uh, starters coming back. Zach Cook's obviously the first one that comes to mind. He averaged 20 points a game last year. And Temple, um, they just seem like they can't get anything going. I'm picking NJIT here and what I call an upset.
1: Yeah, I mean, something about me is just thinking Temple might win this game. Obviously, NJIT, in terms of what their team is, they play in the America East. It's not the greatest of conferences, if you ask me. Definitely think they can win this game, though. But I am going to pick Temple winning this game. Uh, I don't really know what the incoming class is for them, but I definitely think it could definitely help. I mean, I I, I honestly don't really know about Temple, but I am going to pick them winning this game. But for the season, I'm not really sure how high their ceiling can be.
0: Mm-hmm. And another very under-the-radar matchup in the West Coast, UC Santa Barbara, who was our Big West front runner against Pepperdine. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going back and forth with this one personally, but I am going to pick Pepperdine win this game. I mean, you can't go against Colby Ross. I mean, he's just going to light it up uh, for Pepperdine. And uh, both these teams have looked pretty solid to start their seasons off, but I am going to pick Pepperdine since they are playing at home uh, for tomorrow's
0: game. Yeah, I will be, also be picking Pepperdine, but I honestly think this is a complete toss-up. Pepperdine, they've been on and off. They have some very good wins, like against Cal. But they're, in the last matchup, they lost against Cal State Northridge. So uh, whichever Pepperdine team shows up will be will be the difference.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that statement. And uh, moving on now, pretty solid matchup here. Buffalo going
0: against Syracuse. Who do you got to win this game? Yeah, I got Syracuse winning this one. They've looked terrific over the past couple games. Maybe because they played BC. Maybe just because they're just playing out of their minds, but I'm picking Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, Syracuse played BC and
1: Northeastern, I believe, in two games in a row. And playing Buffalo here, definitely a different contest. Uh, I still think Syracuse will win this game, but don't sleep on Javon Graves and Buffalo. They're a pretty solid team uh, in the MAC this year, so definitely watch out for them. But I am picking
0: Syracuse win this game. Mm -hmm. Another pretty good matchup. Cincy goes up. Against Georgia, who is surprisingly undefeated to start off their season, who do you have in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, since he lost the other day to South
1: Florida in American Conference play by three. Uh, with that being said, I think they should bounce back and win this game against Georgia. Uh, I think it definitely is a toss-up game in my opinion, but I think Cincy is the better team on paper, so I will be picking Cincinnati winning
0: this game. he mm-hmm. is two and three to start off their season. I thought they have a lot better record, maybe three and two or possibly four and one. But obviously, they're still a terrific team. All their games have been close. I'm picking Cincy here. Yeah, next game up, a very
1: solid Pac-12 game here. Arizona going against Stanford. Who do you got winning this game?
0: Uh, I got Stanford going, uh, winning this one. But you can you can never count out Sean Miller in Arizona. Yeah, I'm picking Stanford as well. I haven't seen them play in a couple of days as well.
1: I uh, don't know if they're in quarantine or not. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look pretty solid to start off their season. Obviously, Arizona has as well. So I'm really excited to watch this Pac-12 matchup, but I am going to pick Stanford
0: more than this game here. Mm-hmm. Another Philly matchup, St. Joe's versus number seven, Villanova. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd hope Villanova wins this game, but honestly, St. Joe's, can never ever count them out? Obviously, with Daly on that team. I
0: am picking Villanova, but this could be a little bit closer than anticipated. Yeah, Especially with these Philly matchups, you see Drexel, St. Joe's, they went at it. And now St. Joe's will be playing another Philly team in Villanova. Obviously, I think Villanova will win this one because they're just a lot more talented. And final game of Saturday, Slate, another in-state matchup
1: here, this time in Florida. Uh, UCF going up against number 15, Florida State. Who do you got winning this
0: game? I got Florida State winning this one. Uh, UCF, they looked all right, but I think Florida State's looked terrific so far. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do here. Florida State's look
1: terrific. Scotty Barnes and MJ Walker definitely leading this team as far as they can. And uh, UCF, they're all right this year. If they had uh, Colin Smith playing, it could be a different story. Like, obviously, he's opting out this year. So I am picking Florida State, but this game could be a little bit closer than I expected as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And off to Sunday's games, another terrific slate starting off with Big East play, UConn versus number nine Creighton. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, I got Creighton winning this one. They look very good, like we said yesterday,
1: against Butler. Uh, Not Butler, sorry, St. John's. But, uh, yeah, I mean, UConn's a pretty good team. I, I think they've been on quarantine as well, but I'm honestly not too sure. But James Bunite's a guy you have to watch out for on UConn. If he gets hot, UConn could win this game. I think it could be very close, but I am going to pick Creighton falling off this one here. Yeah, same here. You know I can't pick against Creighton here. And next matchup is a very good one, a ranked matchup, a Big Ten matchup. Uh, number thirteen
0: Illinois going up against number nineteen Rutgers. Who do you got in this game? I got Rutgers in this one. They've looked amazing. Illinois, they looked amazing as well over the, uh, over their win at Minnesota. But uh, I think Rutgers is just a lot more consistent team.
1: Yeah, I mean, my big question is, who's guarding Kofi Coburn? I don't know who on Rutgers could. I mean, there definitely is a guy, but I don't know if he'll be able to do a good job guarding him. So that being said, I am picking Illinois winning this game. Honestly, this is a toss-up game to me as well. Ron Harper Jr. looked very good for Rutgers uh, these past couple games. But I still am going to pick Illinois winning this game. Ao Dusumu,
0: and Kofi Coburn. Uh, I don't know if Rutgers will be able to stop those two guys. Mm-hmm. And another Big 12 matchup, number 11, Texas, another one of your programs versus Oklahoma State coming off a loss to TCU. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, hook them horns. I mean, that's all I can say. They look very good so far. Obviously ranked 11th. It's probably the highest it's been in a very long time, if you ask me. But uh, Texas looks very good so far, like I said. They have everything they should take care of business here against Oklahoma State. So I am picking Texas convincingly to win this game. Yeah, I'm also going with Texas and
0: Shaka's hair.
1: Yeah, definitely agree with that. And uh, moving forward
0: now, Horizon League matchup here. Wright State going against Detroit Mercy here. What do you got on this game? I think Wright State will overpower Detroit Mercy, even though they did keep up with Michigan State. Uh, Wright State's definitely the, the favorite. They've always been the favorite for Horizon League. I'm, I'm going with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was very close to picking Detroit Mercy in this game, but I just can't pick against Wright State here. I am picking Wright State, but this game could be a little bit closer than I expected. Detroit Mercy's kept up with a couple very good teams, but they only have one win to show that. So with that
0: being said, I am picking Wright State winning this game. Mm -hmm. And back to Big East Conference play, Marquette faces off against Xavier, who now has Ben Stanley eligible. Who do you have in this uh, matchup? Xavier's scary man Uh, this team
1: was my dark horse for the Big East as well so another thing I kind of called but uh, with that being said Xavier is looking very scary for this year now and it might be time that they get into rank consideration now and Marquette's a pretty solid team but I think Xavier will be able to take care of
0: business. Yeah Xavier is looking real scary like you said honestly we were a little skeptical of them going into the season but they've proved us wrong. They have a ton of depth now, especially with Ben Stanley now eligible. I'm rocking with Xavier here. And they should – if they do win this matchup, they should be in the top 25 as well.
1: I mean, I definitely hope so for their sake. But I'll definitely see what happens with that game on Sunday. And uh, moving forward now,
0: West Coast game here. Portland going up against Oregon. Uh, should be an easy one, but who do you got one of those games? Yeah, Portland's actually been pretty surprising – surprisingly good. They have – they're 5-1. They've already. Uh, they already have more wins than last year. So, uh, t- a pretty terrific turnaround, I would call it already. But I think Oregon's going to smack them still.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty
0: impressive for Portland so far this
1: year. Obviously, it's pretty hard to do. I mean, especially with that program, it's kind of, it hasn't really been a successful program these past couple of years. But without being said, I am picking Oregon, winning this game
0: pretty easily. Mm, man, another continuing with the blowout matchups. Alcorn State versus number six, Houston. Uh, Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm picking Houston. Uh, Very interesting statement by the coach, uh, Coach Sampson. He said all 15 of their players had COVID. So that's very interesting if you ask me. But uh, this team is coming back from obviously their COVID time and everything they should uh, take advantage of a weaker opponent in Alcorn State.
0: Yeah, Houston by 40
1: uh, in this matchup. Yeah, and another Big East matchup here. This is a pretty
0: underrated one, if you ask me. Providence going up against Seton Hall. Who do you got winning this game? Uh, Seton Hall, like I keep saying, can't guard Mamu. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately,
1: I am going to have to pick Seton Hall as well. They look very good so far, and Mamu, like I said earlier this episode, looks like an All American so far. So give me Seton Hall winning this game, but it could be a little bit closer than
0: expected. Mm-hmm. And back to back Big East uh, matchups Georgetown versus St. John's. They played last week with with Georgetown winning the first game in overtime. Who do you have in the second matchup between them?
1: Yeah, give me Georgetown
0: again, man. Uh, They've surprised me and you this year so far. I mean, obviously they lost to
1: Navy, but after that, they've kind of turned their little streak around, I guess. And I don't really know who else they played besides St. John's, but I know that they beat them, and it's going to be a very good matchup once again. St. John's is obviously not going to want to lose two games in a row to Georgetown. And obviously losing to uh, Creighton as well uh, yesterday. So with that being said,
0: I am picking Georgetown, but this game is going to be very close once again. Mm-hmm. Now the other the other team in the uh, Big East play that you you tried to mention was Villanova. They were winning by double digits against Villanova at halftime before Villanova just went on a run. So yeah, they definitely looked like they uh, turned then turned their season around. But I'm picking St. John's here and Mike Anderson's forty minutes of hell, as he likes to call it. Um I feel like they will bounce back from that from that loss.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens with that. But uh moving forward now. Big Ten matchup here, number four Michigan
0: State, going up against Northwestern. What do you got winning this game? Yeah, I got a Michigan State winning this game. Uh obviously not a give me game, but I still think they'll win very satisfyingly. Uh and can I change my vote? I want I want to change my vote for Big Tennis of to year it, it rocket watts again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll let it slide
1: here personally. But, uh, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I actually got something in the mail from them, and here it is. Uh, I did I did apply to college at Michigan State. I did get in. I'll see what happens with the rest of my college decisions. But uh, that's a very cool poster. And believe it or not, that was the package. And I got that, and I had to unwrap it, and that was a package. And then the letter and stuff was inside that. So very cool stuff from Michigan State there. Definitely deserve my vote to win this game. So I'm picking Michigan State easily winning this game
0: here. Yeah, congrats on your acceptance to Michigan State. And, Coach Izzo, if you're watching this, give this man a walk-on spot. Yeah, what about, what about this man? This man got into Michigan State as well. And uh,
1: who knows if we'll go there, but we'll definitely see what happens as the rest of our college decisions do come out, hopefully
0: within the next couple weeks. Yeah, Coach Izzo, if you're watching this, definitely consider us as, as, uh, as, yeah, as giving us some, some walk-on roster spots. Obviously, if not, it's okay. We would we would love to manage it <laughs> either way. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we do, if we do manage our
1: podcast, man, oh man, Michigan State, uh, they're skyrocketing on this podcast here. Might have to change the Road to Michigan State podcast, not the Road to Men's podcast. let we see what happens.
0: But we're, we're not going to talk about Michigan State anymore right now. Mm-hmm. So let's just get right to the next game, uh, West Coast matchup: San Fran versus Grand Canyon. Who do you have in this under-the-radar West Coast matchup?
1: Yeah, this is a very under-the-radar matchup to me. Uh, I'm picking Grand Canyon winning this game. Obviously, both these teams have looked pretty impressive these past couple weeks. Uh, Obviously, Grand Canyon had a couple very good wins and almost beat Arizona State. San Fran, obviously, uh, they kept close with Oregon, but they did lose that game by 10. But regardless, I am picking Grand Canyon winning this game. Uh, Their big men's look very good for them so far. But San Fran, obviously, they've done a lot of very good stuff this year so far. Could be a toss-up game. I'm going with Grand
0: Canyon, though. Mm -hmm. Both teams have been on and off. Uh, So, yeah, San Fran, at times, they've looked very impressive, like that game against Virginia. And at times, they have not. Like that loss to UMass Lowell and that first half against Oregon. Um, I'm picking the good San Fran team here.
1: Yeah, second-to-last matchup of Sunday slate. Uh, your team, St. Louis, going up against another Big Ten team in Minnesota. Uh, if they win this game, then it's definitely time to rank them. What do you got to win this game? Yeah, rank St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, if they can win this game, definitely time to rank them. If not, maybe maybe stuff happens and changes with this. But uh, Minnesota's a pretty solid team. Marcus Carr, Liam Robbins, both gashed that big three right there. But uh, St. Louis, they have a big three in their own, so I'm very excited to watch this game here.
0: I am picking St. Louis as well. I'm riding the hype train for the top 25. Mm-hmm. Cop- capping off the weekend with some Pac-12 play, Colorado versus Washington. Who do you have in the in the final game of the weekend? Yeah, I mean, Washington,
1: you know what their season's been looking like so far. And Colorado, they've been pretty solid. I mean, Tyler uh, – sorry, McK- McKinley Wright, the th- Third or fourth, I don't know, fourth, I think it's the fourth. Uh, he's been looking pretty solid for Colorado, obviously. He is their top option for a reason. So, that being said, I am picking uh, Colorado to win this game pretty convincingly, but it is Pac-12 play, so you never know what's going to
0: happen with these games. Yeah, it is Pac-12 play, but Washington has flat out not been good. They Their last game, they lost to Montana, I believe, who is a pretty good team in the big sky, but still, uh, you're, you're Washington. And you made the tournament as a decent seed a couple of years ago, I believe. So yeah, it was a, it was a nine seed. So yeah, they still should be pretty good. And last year they were just awful as well with that, that great recruiting class. Uh, Colorado, they look pretty good. They only lost to Tennessee on picky Colorado. Yeah. And that does concludes today's episode, obviously six 30 right now. So a lot of
1: these games this evening are tipping off relatively soon or already tipped off. So uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for today. Like we said, a very, very, very spectacular slate, uh for this weekend, especially on Saturday. Saturday is the day to watch some college basketball if you're definitely looking forward to something to do. Obviously, the number three Iowa, number one Gonzaga matchup is definitely one to watch out for. Probably the best matchup, if not the best matchup, of this young season so far. But uh, hopefully, a lot more very good matchups do come within the next couple months. But uh, the road to March is coming pretty soon. And a lot of these games this weekend, are very crucial games for that road to madness.
0: Of course. And, yeah, that's all for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Coach Izzo, if you ever watch this, don't forget our our walk-on spots. Uh, But, obviously – you do not deserve one since you are ripping Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm so torn because, like, Wisconsin's my team, and Michigan State, I I, I I got in there, and I have a poster now. So <laughs> I want to put it back here probably in the backdrop somewhere. I don't know if I'm going to figure that out. But Wisconsin's my team this year. You guys know that by now. But unfortunately, I'm going to have some rivalries within my room. But we'll have to see what happens, and if I can put this poster up, and maybe I'll get some more. Uh, I did not apply to Wisconsin, but I probably should have.
0: But uh, regardless, I'm definitely going to hang some of these up, and we'll definitely see what happens. Yeah, definitely. And that's all for today. Thank you guys for watching. Please stay safe, and it's always March. It's always March, baby.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in.